Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Reinventing Men's Healthcare. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code is well, i think the first thing you think is offense we got to score a lot of points you know to stay in the game you think of lane kiffin and what a i don't know the word mastermind whatever i mean he's as good as play callers there is in the game so you think of those two things. You know, Pete uh, Golding has done a great job with their defense. They're, they're, I know that, you know, obviously they gave up some points Saturday night. What a, I guess that's why people like college football, games like that. It was incredible. But they are much better up front than they have been on defense. And now they're knocking the hell out of you from the back end. Uh, but when you think of the series, it's been a fun series. You know, we've had some success in the series since I've been here. Uh, obviously, we got bowl eligible last year playing Ole Miss. So have a lot of respect for them playing over there at night. We did not the last time I was here when we lost by one. Or the last time we went over there, it was a morning game, if, I, if I'm correct. But I think it's going to be one hell of a game for the fans to watch. And we're, we're excited to go over there. That is Sam Pittman. Talking about Ole Miss. You look like you're confused by that. Who'd you think that was? Exactly. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. Arkansas has got its hands full this week. This just in. Ole Miss sixth in the country. 44.6 points per game. They are allowing 18 and a half. That is not a recipe for success, but I'm going to guess that Arkansas can score more than 18 points this week. And more than 18 and a half, too. What does concern me is their defense is getting after it. They are averaging three-plus sacks per game, Wes, so that will be a key to the game, right? Can K.J. operate knowing that Ole Miss is going to get after him? Can they run the ball? That's the key to the game. Arkansas has got to run the ball. And then that slows down the pass rush. That opens up things. Got to be able to run the ball. Um, a game is at 6.30 on Saturday night in Oxford. It is an SEC Network ball game. Tom Hart will be on the call with Cole Kubelik, who I've become That's a big good. fan of. Yeah, I like that. And Alyssa Lang will be at the Touchdown Club in a couple of weeks. We'll be on the sidelines. So, there you go. Um, Arkansas is only averaging 3.2 yards per carry west, to your point, and Ole Miss nearly five. So, advantage Ole Miss at this point. I think some of Ole Miss's stats have been tainted a little bit by playing Mercer in their first game. Oh, I'm sorry. Who, who did Arkansas open with? Ohio State? Isn't Western Carolina pretty good? No, not really. Coach Cobb just told me they were a top 15 team in the FCS. They're 4-1. and one. No, they are pretty good. What about uh, Kent State? Is Kent State pretty good? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> I don't either. But they anyway. did play Alabama, but... When you score 73 points in the game, that tends to taint some of your points per game. How do you know Mercer's not good? The Mercer. I mean, have mercy on Mercer. Mm. I wish Arkansas could have scored 73 in any game they played. Mercer is not too bad, actually. Except for they lost 73-7 to to Ole Miss. Hope Arkansas doesn't. Uh, they, they beat North Alabama. And they beat Moorhead State by 26. They lost to the Paladins of Furman. Furman's a really good team. 
and then they beat VMI 38-3. So I don't, I don't know that the Mercer thing is a completely bad comparison to Western Carolina, honestly. Anyway, um, got a story here of the, and I know JW would be very interested in this. We'll do this real quick. Uh, highest paid public school coach salaries. Nick Saban, number one. Right, 11.407. Dabo, second, 10.884. I know Arkansas fans are upset right now, but, boy, fans of Clemson right now got to feel like they're overpaying for mm. what they've got. Okay, how about this? We do overpaid, underpaid in a little bit after we talk to Zach. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. All right, that'd be kind of fun. JW, I know what he's going to say. He's like, a Sam Pippen making a dollar? That's too much. I know he's angry, but that's okay. JW, what's up? Even 50 Cent knows the name himself, 50 mm, Cent, before no. he was even good. I don't know. Okay. Okay. All right. So hear me out for y'all coming, cut in on me. All right, I got a couple problems here. First, yes, you do. First problem I have is when 10 minutes, we got a coaching problem, okay? It's. We can wish and hope, and uh, yes, we want to win, but we do we get a coach that can coach? I'm going to tell you what he said about LSU. That's our best team that we're going to face all year. That was the worst defense. LSU doesn't have a defense, and if Pittman can't see that, that they have a LSU as a defense issue, then he's got an eye problem, and how do you expect him to fix our own problem? And here's another thing. Why is it during these interviews that he has, he looks defeated, and he says things like, we got to get better and such, and you know, things like that. He looks lost and confused. Mm. And, and why is it that we never, as coaching, we need to coach better. We need to put our kids in better. Why is it we need to play better? We, they need to do better. They. Why is it they? It's, it's a team game. No, no. And all I hear is kids, kids, nah, kids, He said kids. we, we, we. He's saying we, Didn't we, he, we. You're not listening. In the, in the first one we played today, he said we got to coach better. Yep. Yeah. J.W., we got to run. I appreciate the call, but I think that's – Look, there's plenty of things to be critical of if you want to, but I don't think that one's necessarily on point. Zach Williams in the Zone is brought to you by Fence Brokers. That ball is knocked out of the hand of Card, and that is being played as a fumble. Williams got in there as Hudson Card was bringing up his motion. Williams is a super senior defensive lineman coming off his best season. Shelly, clean pocket, plenty of time. But he didn't get it away. Zach Williams broke free, took Shelly down. When it comes to defensive line, Zach Williams is an expert. When you need a line of defense on your property, call the experts at Fence Brokers. 501-847-8811. Whether it be wood, chain link, ornamental, or a gate, Fence Brokers has you covered. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. All right, let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, and Zach Williams joining us. Zach, great to have you back. What's going on? Uh, thank you. I'm just chilling. Well, what Zach, about you guys? How are you guys doing? We're good. We're listening to a lot of noise from people most of the time, uh, as you just probably heard on hold. So uh, it's been one of those weeks, my man, and there's obviously some, some negativity, but you guys are just one win away from sort of turning the tide and Probably no, fixing the attitude. Turning to the tide. Yeah, turning to the tide. That's a good point, Wes. Uh, but, uh, you know, obviously last week was disappointing, and you guys had some opportunities there. And, man, that second half started. We were so excited. Snacks gets the, the pick six, and you guys are right in it. But, you know, let's be honest. That's a really good A&M team, and I'm not making any excuses here. But, I mean, that was uh, obviously a pretty formidable foe. Would you uh, would you agree with that? I mean, pretty pretty tough A&M team and played pretty well? Yeah, I would. They're, they're a great team. And they've always been a great team. Um, it's always been a battle against them. And, you know, we expected that. But, um, you know, we're in the SEC. Everybody's good. So you have to expect that every week. But, yes, sir, that was expected. How did you guys prepare quarterback-wise with Johnson and uh, Wegman being uh, – I guess he was I'm pretty much out early in the season. I mean, did you guys pretty much prepare for Johnson? Yeah, we did pretty much um, just trying to contain him and stuff like that. But – uh, yeah, we just tried to, you know, make sure that he wasn't in the pocket long enough and to just cover pretty well. We just tried to do the basics about that. Well, he was a runner. I mean, he ran well last week, and you're going to face a guy who runs it even a little bit better this week. This is the third week in a row, really. I mean, you go back to Daniels from LSU. Uh, that's a lot to prepare for, yes? I mean, how do you how do you try to sort of uh, deal with that? What do you guys think about when you're going up against a guy that likes to pull it down and take off? Yeah, we think about just try to cover the edges as best as we can and just try to get at him before he even starts to even try to run the ball. That's mainly what we try to do. Um, 
I don't know what we're going to do this week because it's still pretty fresh and we're going to like really delve deeper into it today. But I'm guessing we're probably going to try to do the same thing, especially with this quarterback coming up. Yeah. I feel like watching the game, I noticed a lot more blitzing in the second half from you guys. Was that the case? Yes, it was. Um, I remember Coach T. Will, he said, might as well just put it all on the table and start blitzing. And we did pretty well with that. I know defensive-wise, we only had him to three points. And I think that was a good decision by him. Do you like that? How does that impact you as a defensive end when you know the blitz is coming? Uh, it doesn't, I don't really think it impacts me. I just know, like, since there's more people coming for the quarterback, there's a better chance of getting to him. So I think that probably just changes our mindsets into, you know, one of us is going to get him, so might as well be me. Zach, this old Miss series has been pretty wild over the years. Um, you know, and again, if there's a game to get right on where it would surprise a few folks, this would be a good one, I would think. What are your, your best memories of, of playing Ole Miss, both at home and over in Oxford? Um, I remember last year we were uh, pressing about the cold and stuff like that because I know it was later on in the season mm-hmm. and we are going to use it to our advantage. And I feel like we did. So I feel like that was probably just one of my best memories. And I know it was a night game too. So uh, I, I just love night games. So I remember that one was the most vivid. And I know the year before that we had uh, lost during the very last play. That was That was something. But... You know, the good and the bad memories, they all come together, and you just try to prepare for the next one. But I know, I think, like I said last year, that's probably my, my favorite one. Saturday night, we got a cold front coming through here, and it's going to be down in the 50s Saturday in Oxford. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can use that, you know, mm-hmm. cold weather to your advantage on yes, Saturday sir. night. Well, definitely. What do you think of playing there at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium? Is there anything special about it, that place, or anything that comes to mind? Um, I know it is a smaller stadium compared to others in the SEC. Uh, I wouldn't say anything really just stands out to me, but I just love playing in different environments. And this year, everything's my last, so I'm just going to cherish, you know, going to Ole Miss one last time and playing on the field. I'm always surprised how many Arkansas, I shouldn't be surprised because it's such an easy drive. I mean, from Little Rockets. Shoot, it's like 15 minutes further than Fayetteville. It's an easy drive. And then, of course, if you live in eastern Arkansas, it's a heck of a lot closer to going to Oxford than Fayetteville. So it's always a, a nice Razorback turnout there at the at the games. And several times Arkansas has gone over, over there and won. And I think the Ole Miss fans head to the Grove a little early. And you got a bunch of Razorback fans just in the, in the uh, stadium left cheering you guys at the end of the game. So uh, it seems mm-hmm. like you always get a good crowd over there. Yes, sir. Most definitely always. How how would you say yesterday's practice went? Just kind of morale, the the mood of the locker room, because you are you're coming off three straight losses. Yeah, um, I would say it's not what I expected, especially like in the earlier years that I've been there. You know, of course you lose and stuff like that, but we don't really let that linger into the next week. We just start fresh, and we still believe in each other. So I feel like. If we still believe in each other and we're doing as best as we can, the morale doesn't really change. I would say it's a little down, of course, after the loss on Saturday, but when you go back to work on Monday, it's like a reset, and you just have to prepare for the next team. And I feel like we're doing pretty good at that compared to the years before when I was newer into the team. And you just said that you held A&M to a field goal in the second half. Is that something that you guys can take from that game and use this week? Yes, sir, most definitely. Um because I feel like defensive-wise, we have a little hiccups and stuff like that. But I know we're a really good defense, and we have the, all the players we need. So we just keep pressing that and stressing it. And Coach Tiro, he does a good job of letting us know that, even when we don't feel that way sometimes. So I feel like we're going to definitely use that for this upcoming Saturday. Zach, if you were in a Seahawks uniform last night, how many sacks do you think you would have gotten? Maybe a few. I don't know. I think a couple for sure. Yeah, I think you would have gotten yeah. a couple. That was hard to watch, man. I mean, you, you got to love that. That's like a dream scenario, right, for a defensive lineman just watching them pin their ears back and go after a quarterback and keep putting him down? Yes, you have no worries. You just have one job. You don't have to worry about the line. Mm-hmm. Just go over there and run as fast as you can. Try to beat the guy. That's the best thing. Yeah, you get uh, you tackle Saquon last night, you're going to get uh, suspended for a week because he's not playing in the game. <laughs> That's When he's not playing, it definitely changes things for sure. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
what did you guys know right away what was going on with um, uh, John Morgan at the end of the game? Did, or I mean, did the word filter out, or was that kind of a scary moment there for a little bit for y'all? Yeah, I I didn't know what was going on. I heard that he was complaining a little bit about his neck and stuff like that. So when I saw he went down, I saw they did all the precautions just in case something bad happened and they put a little neck brace on. I was scared he broke his neck, but uh, I know that he, Coach Pittman, when he came back after being with the training staff about John, said that most of it was just precautions. He was moving his limbs, stuff like that. He was talking. I was like, okay. So I wasn't really that worried. Mm-hmm. And then he came to practice yesterday. He didn't really hit, but he did individual drills and stuff like that. So, you know, it was it was a good feeling to know he wasn't, you know, severely injured and stuff like that. It was good good morale on the team. For the, My last thing for you, just what does it going to take to turn this around, you know, and to, to get a road win? I mean, you look at the schedule. Ole Miss is ranked. Alabama's ranked. Two tough games coming up on the road. How do you guys get this done? Um, I think really just we're going to keep putting our head down and working because, like I said, we have everything we need. We have all the right players. It's just, I think, you know, going through with what we practice sometimes. We have to be spot on with what we do. No little mess-ups, no little hiccups. Of course, like in the game, there's going to be a few, but we need to learn how to manage that accordingly and not mess up as much. And if we do that, then we'll get this win, and with that one win, I think it will bring a lot of momentum for the rest of the season. 100%. Zach, best of luck, safe travels, appreciate the time, and we'll talk to you next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. Talk to you. All right, Zach Williams, thank you to Fence Brokers, as always, for bringing Zach to us. We appreciate that. If you got some uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line offerings, we'll take them at 501-661-1037. We'll go through a few of those here in a second. Also, Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. Highest paid public school coach salaries. We mentioned Saban. Nobody's going to complain about that. Dabble Sweeney, 10.884 right now. Probably not earning that check, right? Alabama fans were complaining earlier this year when they lost a game. I don't care if they pay Nick Saban $111 million a year. You guys got nothing to complain about. Shut up. And- Go ahead. Kirby Smart's third. He should be second pay, highest paid coach at worst, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ryan Day, third, uh, fourth at Ohio State. Okay. Mel Tucker the, was the fifth highest paid coach. You what? think he's got a case to uh, fight back? Did they ever officially fire him? Yes. Over the weekend. Okay. Yeah. But, but I didn't see anything else from that. His lawyers have already uh, made moves to, uh, they're, they're going to fight this. Okay. They're going to get paid. Yes. Okay. Brian Kelly's making 9975. Uh, uh, they're upset. Right I, I imagine they are. They can, are very upset. Can you help me understand this old Miss reaction? You're three and one. You're at home. It's a three point line, two and a half or three. They acted like they beat Georgia yeah. in the national championship game. I didn't get storm in the field. LSU was ranked like what, twelfth? I saw 13? I just saw a fan reaction from the stands, this guy's bawling his eyes out, hugging his baby child and stuff. I'm like, You beat an LSU team that's already lost. What is your deal? I mean, they almost lost to Arkansas the week before. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm, I understand you're happy. I know you guys love beating LSU, but get some perspective, people. I wonder when the last time they beat LSU. I don't know, but they're not undefeated. It wasn't, like, shocking in any way. It was a toss-up game at best. Well, it would be like if Arkansas finally beat Alabama. There'd be people crying here. I what hadn't been six, it's a one-loss Alabama team. It hasn't been 16 or 17 years since I don't Ole Miss know. beat LSU. I'll, I'll I'm, sh- I'm quite sure. I'm blowing it up. Okay. I'm quite sure. Secondly, if Alabama had a loss and it was a three-point line and it was in Fayetteville, yes, I mean, fine. That's okay. It's different. But that's a, it's a different scenario. And I love LSU and all, but they, they ain't Alabama. And by I love LSU, I mean, I can't stand them. Ole Miss uh, beat LSU all the way back in 2021. Okay. Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> Last time they played yeah. in the Oxford. Yeah. yeah. Jimbo Fisher, A&M 9.1. Mark Stoops is a top 10 paid coach. That looks. Listen, I will tell you this. That's one of the greatest steals of my lifetime. Like, I would have never believed. I remember when he came in there. I remember talking to, uh, about this. Uh, when he first came on, I was like, this dude will never make a bowl game, let alone win a bunch of games or compete in the East. What an idiot I was. That's historically just not a good job. Not a good place to play. Has not been. But he did it the right way. Yeah. Defense first. He got guys there. He coaches with toughness. They've had when they've had dynamic offensive players. They've been a real tough out like this year. Yeah. I've had, and, I, mm-hmm. Again, I got to learn the kid's name. But number one for them is Ray Davis. He's a stud. Absolute Ray stud. Davis. Ray Davis. Ray yeah. Davis. Pretty easy. 
Ray. He came from Vanderbilt. Davis. He came from where, Memphis? Vanderbilt. Oh, Vanderbilt. Yep. Good good job getting out, buddy. Hypo of Tennessee's making nine. Ole Miss, uh, Lane Kiffin's making nine. James Franklin's making eight and a half. Jim Harbaugh's making 8.254. Stop me if you think anybody's overpaid, by the way. Okay. Or underpaid. Luke Fickle at Wisconsin. Jury's out, right? Yeah, you can't. They paid him 7.625. He just got there. Yeah. Mike Gundy, 7.625. Again, that's a 10-year deal. He's Mm -hmm. one of the – he's the second longest tenured guy in college football. His his time's got to be coming up, right? Yeah, I would think so. If they don't turn things around here in the next year or two. He had a tough deal because you had a bunch of even quarterbacks and none of them were Mm -hmm. great, including your kid, which complicates things. Norvell at Florida State, 7.3. Looking like a bargain right now. Yep. Billy Napier, 7.27. We'll see. Again, I think Jerry's still out on him. Second year. He had one really surprisingly good win, one really surprisingly bad loss. Let's see how it goes. Venables, again, just getting started. Huge week for him. They're yeah. uh, an underdog to Texas this week. What kind of underdog? Like three or four, oh. five. It's a close is game. That, yeah. Is that at Oklahoma or at That's Texas? That's the, you know, the Texas. Oh, well, they're in the college. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Neutral side is where it all looks for. Kirk Ferentz only makes $7 million, and I bet he gives three of that back to Iowa every year. That's the only reason he can have his kids still as offensive coordinator. They had a... That's a tenure. I mean, he's been there forever. He's the longest tenured yeah. active coach in college football. Was it Iowa or Iowa State lost their quarterback yesterday for the season? Iowa did. Nobody lost their quarterback yesterday. Cade, Mac- Cade McNamara is out for season. Is he really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Which my their God. came in and actually played pretty well. Lucky him. He doesn't have to endure that crap anymore. <laughs> the best thing for his career. I feel bad for him. That sucks. Dan Lanning, Oregon, 6624. That's looking like a bargain right now. He plays for wins. I don't know if you heard. Not clicks. Hugh Freeze, 6.5. Again, who knows? Bielema at 6.5. And, And, you know, they were 8-5 and last year, and they they have a losing record this year. Was that his second year? Last year was his first year. Okay, this is his second. Right? What? Wasn't last year his first year? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he was 8-5 and last year, but they lost... Three or four of those games by one school. Mm-hmm. Close game. And then he lost his D.C. and things have not looked quite as good this year. Familiar. They beat Iowa last year 9-6. to six. I went back and looked through his record because I was trying to get ready for this segment. Um, Sam Pittman, six three five seven. So it's funny that he and Bielema are right next to each other in this. Hmm. Do you feel like that's a good deal? I mean, that's you, the going rate for yeah, an SEC you, head coach, No, I no. Guess. It, it, you it mentioned is. a lot of SEC coaches. Uh, but I didn't me. mention a bunch of others, didn't I? I mean, right? Like who? Well, who's, come on. Who's Mississippi, Mississippi State's head coach. Well, he, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Vanderbilt's private, so you don't know how yeah. much that guy makes. One million. Who are we missing? I thought he was. I thought we looked this up, and he was the twelfth, uh, eleventh, or twelfth highest paid coach in the SEC. Well, you don't know about Vanderbilt, so you don't know where he is. Right. I didn't count them as fourteen. Okay. So out of thirteen, he's probably yeah. making more than the Vanderbilt head coach. I would say. Okay. But you didn't mention Eli. I thought uh, one, Eli Manning. Yeah, he's not Eli Drinkwitz. No, I didn't. I didn't. I thought. Not, I, th- I think. Oh, well, Sam's Eli tenth. makes less than him. Sam's tenth. Eli makes less than him. Shane Beamer makes less than him. Nick's Zach Arnett makes less, and they two. say Clark That's Lee it. makes less too. Yeah. So three. But he's tenth, and we're about tenth in the SEC. So that's about right. Are they? <laughs> Check me when the season's over. I mean, they've lost two. Uh, look, I mean, Billy Napier doesn't. It looks like they're overpaying for him right now, but we'll see. He lost to uh, Jimbo, who was well up on that list, and he lost to uh, Brian Kelly, who's way up on that list. I, who am I missing here? Nick, Brian Kelly, Jimbo. That's three. Mark Stoops is four. Hypo's five. Let me count this. Oh, I miss Kiffin six. Napier's seven, and then Freeze is eight. I'm missing somebody. Anyway, what Christian? Oh, he was asking about BYU's head coach. I like him a lot. He's not on this list. He should be making more. Private school? Yep. Oh, okay. we don't know we don't what know. he's making. Yeah, Sam's 10th. So, okay. Fine. He must have got a little bit of a bonus or something because the list that I saw, Drinkwitz was making more than him. Like, Drinkwitz was at like 6 point. He's at 6 0 compared to this. Fo- yeah, okay. This was put out by USA Today this morning. I'd say that's pretty up to date. Yeah. It's the latest information I have. So what was P- Pittman? Six, six points, three five seven. Okay, because I was. I, He's making three hundred fifty thousand dollars more than Eli Drinkwitz, whose team is undefeated, mm-hmm. and beats Arkansas every year. So let's just say that Eli's a little. You want to trade Drinkwitz for Pittman? I mean, at this point, there's an argument to be made, but no, I don't. I don't, I don't like Eli. I, I don't either. I don't but, want him. But guys I know who know him like him. I know. So then I should shut up. 
He seems like he's doing a good job. You know why I don't like him? Because he's the head coach of Missouri and they beat Arkansas every year. That's why that's I don't why? like him. That's that's one of the big reasons. If Arkansas pounded them every year, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, whatever. I wouldn't have any feeling about him. That's how I, that's how I want to feel about Missouri. And that's how most Arkansas fans wanted to feel about Missouri when they came in the league. But you can't deny it anymore when they beat you every year and they've won a couple of division championships and you ain't won squat. So, yeah, I hate Eli because of that. But ain't nothing against, he didn't do anything to earn that. He didn't do anything but his job well. How dare he? <laughs> how many days till basketball season? Where's the Tylenol? 34. 34 days the basketball season. That's why Pat Bradley's coming up next. We can say one. Tomorrow night. That's right. Red White game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. John uh, Neighbors will be up there covering it for us. And then you got the Purdue exhibition later this month. 28th, I think. That's right. There's a Division Two game somewhere in there, too. Is there? Yeah. The, uh, exhibition? Yeah. Hmm. All right. It's 1131. Pat Bradley coming up. The Grove Hunting Club, just a short hour away from Little Rock in Jefferson County. 12,000 acres of waterfowl hunting, a main and secondary lodge, along with four private cabins. Call 870-692-3221 or email grovehuntingclub at gmail.com. Tune in to hear what the head hog has to say each Wednesday with the Sam Pittman Show. Brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer. Sports Center. The Major League Baseball postseason is set to begin today. Four games on the docket. It's the four wild card series with their game ones. The Texas Rangers and the Tampa Bay Rays will get things going at 2 o'clock from St. Petersburg. Then it's the Blue Jays and the Twins at 3.30 from Target Field, Minneapolis. Those are the American League series. The National League, the Diamondbacks and the Brewers from Milwaukee, game one tonight at 6 p.m. Then the Miami Marlins take on the Philadelphia Phillies at 7 o'clock from Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. Lying in wait in the American League, it's the AL East champion Baltimore Orioles and the AL West champion Houston Astros. In the National League, it's the NL East champion Atlanta Braves and the NL West champion Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. Not to mention all that messy cleanup you won't have to do now. So for your next gathering, let the butcher shop steakhouse do all the cooking on their huge charcoal grill. Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. You're listening to the handsomest sports talk show in the natural state. Wait, are you sure this is right? Just go with it, Shots. Okay, okay. The Zone with Justin Ankrey and Westmore in the Oakland Racing Casino Resort Studio is live. 
Bradley's coming up in mere moments. Let me get Bobby Joe in here. What do you say, Bobby Joe? What's the word? Oh, man, the word is it's, I'm having trouble getting through this football season. You know, I said 10-2. and The mm. only thing that keeps me going is waiting for your lock of the week every Thursday morning. But since you're, stu- you're such a good prognosticator, I got a couple things on my bucket list. I want you to tell me which one's going to happen first. Are you ready for this? Hmm. Here we go. Pittman's going to win a game or I'm going to get a pick right. I don't know. Maybe not the rest of the year, either one. I'm 60 years old. I don't know how much I got left in the tank. Am I going to see the Razorbacks ever in a college football playoff or am I going to sleep with Taylor Swift? Which one? Neither, but playoffs since so it's expanding pick. to 12. You got pick, man. You got to pick. That's yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah, playoff. With a 12-team playoff, I'm You're not going to sleep with Taylor Swift. No. No. Oh, shit. All nope. right, man. Well, thank y'all. Unless you kidnap her and kill her, but I wouldn't suggest that. It's against we the law, Bobby Joe. That. No. All right. Travis Kelsey can be pissed. He pulled that. By the way, I have a story about her. She literally caused someone to puke the other day. Did you see that? Did you see the ratings that yeah. came out yesterday? They're tanking. No. Yeah, I saw that they were way down. Way down. No. The Sunday night game with the uh, Jets. Oh, last week. Yeah, Jets, Chiefs, yeah. most watched game since the Super Bowl, up 2 million in female this viewers. This week it was down, I believe. No, this week was This up. is Jets, Chiefs. Oh. This is this week. Just I saw it was Sunday down. night. I'm with you. Find the, find the story because I'm with you. It was way down. Sunday night football. I've got the email right here. 2 million additional viewers, female viewers. Female viewers. Yes. It's up with females. It's not huh? up total. Yes, it, it was up total. It he was, said it was down 4 million. I, I saw it the too. Sunday I saw Sunday night the, game. The, the, set, the game, the second the Chiefs, game. Jets. Yes, the second game that she appeared at was down significantly. I from did, the first one, maybe. Yes, from the first one. Yeah. But this couldn't be the most watched game since the Super Bowl, comparatively, if they had more viewers last week, right? That maybe maybe sense. for Sunday night specifically, and maybe among female maybe. viewers only, Wes. I bet that was what it was. Maybe that's it. it says TMZ, Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey, NFL rumors. Your weight ratings down four million. That's what I saw. Down four million. Chiefs Jets averaged twenty seven million viewers. It was the most watched Sunday night football game since the Super Bowl. It was of course the game that she attended. How can it be it was up twenty two percent according to NBC. Something doesn't add up here. Somebody's wrong. Somebody's wrong. It peaked at twenty nine point four million viewers in the second quarter. The uh final figures won't be oh. released until today. Christian says the new numbers include people who watched on NBC Network as well as streaming numbers mm. for Peacock. That's probably it. Yeah. Demographics: girls aged 12 to 17 was up 53 percent. Women 18 to 24 up 24 percent, and women older than 35 it was up 34 percent. Are we going to have to deal with this the rest of the year? Yes. There were. Oh, give me the give me your number. I hate to be Basil right here. How many times was Taylor Swift shown during the game the other night? Do you have the number? Yes. I have no idea. 34. 22. 17. Not as much as you thought. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Jump around, grab a rebound, and pump the sound. Big Ron, big man's in town. Razzle, razzle, yo, and I gazzle. Or should I say dunk, dunk like Jordan? 34 days from the start of Razorback basketball season. Red-white game tomorrow in Fayetteville. It'll be here before you know it, Pat Bradley. And frankly, there are a lot of Razorback fans who are turning the page to hoops. Welcome in, sir. Welcome in. Yeah. Not uh, not what we what we want, what we anticipated. I know everybody had high expectations, um, but you know it's um, <clears throat> they rattle off a few, and who knows what'll happen, boys? You got to stay focused. Oh, I know it's going to happen. Um, Basketball season's thirty four days away. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yeah, I know. What can you tell us about this Razorback basketball team, Pat? Because we'll be talking about them ad nauseum later this week after the red-white game. Who are you looking to to be the biggest contributor of the newbies this year? Well, the, you got two nearly 20-point scorers in Battle and Ellis from their previous teams. So, you know, you, you, you know, that's, I would say, look at 
Um, look at those guys first when you're talking about transfers. Um, you know, Tremont Mark also is a guy who I think he, with a little pun intended, he can leave his mark on a game in a variety of ways. See what you did there. So. You know he's it's going to be it's going to be an incredible competition though, and it's already begun and it's going to happen. You know the red white game is going to be, you know, in years past the red white games <clears throat> have been more of a celebration of the team, and I think in you know certainly last year, definitely this year, it's going to be more of a tryout. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it's going to be interesting. You know, I, I mean, looking at. <clears throat> The veterans he got, guys who played a lot of minutes, and the, another big advantage is he's got Mitchell coming back who's played a lot of minutes with him, obviously Devo. Uh, Brazil was, is, mm. is as schooled now as you'd hope him to be. Yep. So I'm, I'm, it's going to be, it's going to be, I mean, you've got your eye on who you think is going to rise above, but we talk about this every year. I mean, Musk usually is bringing in, what, five, six transfers in the past? Mm-hmm. And we sort of have to try and wait a couple of months or a month and say, okay, you know, these three just for whatever reason didn't make the cut. Right. You know, they didn't fit in. They and, and then these three are the ones that really have t- taken taken it to the next level. Well, so I, I think it's going to be the same way. I have so many questions about this team. I think it'll be so fun to watch it play out, Pat, and always is with with Coach. And how good does Brazil look? Can he get close or, or even surpass what we saw from early in the season last year? you got the two newbies, yeah. and which, how those guys contribute right away with Blocker and with Fall. Why did Jalen Graham come back? That was a big question mark for a lot of us coming <laughs> in. I mean, honestly, and how many games will Kate yeah. Arbogast start? I mean, I think we're all wondering the same things, aren't we? <laughs> well, I think Jalen Graham is always going to be... Everybody's always, I don't know if everybody always is, but I think early on we're going to focus on him. Yeah. Um, just because at 6'10", you saw flashes of what he could do, and then at, there were times where I just felt like he didn't, he, it, it wouldn't, he was unsure of where he needed to be or what he needed to do, you know, defensively and offensively. So he can be, he, he could be a key piece, not just because of his size, athleticism, playing around the rim. I mean, we've got some legit height. Obviously, Brazil at 6'10". You don't really know what you're going to get from Bay Fall at 6'11". I mean, mm-hmm. he's 6'11", 200 freshman. And you hope maybe by conference, you know, he he can make a difference possibly in some games. I'm just thinking about being but a Graham, foot and three inches taller than I am at the same weight. That would be so weird. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. There's a lot out. of options. String and Certainly. Beam. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and then, and then, you know, Probably one of the bigger stories in the, in the last couple of seasons with the Hogs has been shooting the basketball, and so I mm-hmm. think that's where Joseph Pinion comes in. I mean, six five, good good athlete, mm-hmm. real good athlete at six five can shoot over some folks. The fact that he stayed shows me that he's got the toughness to want to compete despite. Um, the transfers that are coming in, so he wants to fight for a job. He wants to fight for minutes. How many so minutes I does like he get? That. How many does he get? Yeah. I mean, I hate to be, you know, a wise guy, but it's up to him, in a sense, because I don't, I don't look at it like, because I don't think he's he's as much of a liability. I don't think he's a liability on defense. I mean, you, or anything like that. You don't. I just don't. I think that's an over. I think that's an overstated part of, like, if you can knock down shots, mm-hmm. I don't care. There is no coach in America who will not figure out a way to get you on basketball court. Except there for Musk. But even Musk, he can, he can dial things up. If he thinks, and I don't think anybody, I don't think there are that many dominant college basketball players where, uh, let's just take Joseph Payne, and, and he's, you know, I didn't break down any defensive tape on him, but anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're a college athlete, if you're just the fact that you've earned a college basketball scholarship, yes. 
You're able to kind of sh- you're able to defense get in a defensive shuffle position. I know you're right, and and look, I I'm with you, but I think Musk values defense more than a lot of coaches do, and you don't have to necessarily be the best defender, but you do need to be an above average defender, and being an average defender seemingly has been a problem, mm-hmm. and not good enough for him in most cases. That's why Graham had his issues last year too, right? Yeah, yeah he no was, there were times he looked lost defensively. However, he looked just as lost on the offensive end. Well. <laughs> so it, it was like, but then there were times he played great. Yeah, that I, one game where he exploded. <laughs> exploded. Yes. And so I just think there's a give and take. And you cannot play. I mean, we, we know going back to some of the better offensive players that we've seen in the last 10 seasons. Um. You know, Moses Moody, Mason Jones comes to mind, Bobby mm-hmm. Portis. You know, I'm probably forgetting a couple of them. Um, Isaiah Joe. But, yeah, Isaiah Joe. And, you know, it's, 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 you, you can, again, defensively, is one, defense is one of those things where it, it, it's about positioning. If you're not athletic, as athletic, but mm-hmm. it's about positioning, understanding, and, um, Nobody relates up more than I do. I understand. You know what I'm talking about. I do, 100%. Let me ask Just you don't about, get taken advantage of out there. Let's talk about the NBA for a minute, Pat. We have not brought this up yet, and I know Christian's been just chomping at the bit. He's done a good job. He did not lead his sports report with this yesterday, which shocked me. Wow. But uh, Drew Holiday. No, ba- one of my sports reports it you, was led by it. You yeah. did? Yeah. You don't care about the listeners or the ratings, huh? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> um, I don't know how. Let's go back over the numbers and see how much people care about the NBA. But I'm going to give you your time right here. Drew Holiday Celtics PB, you got to feel pretty good. I love it. I would think you would. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And yeah, it was um, you know Robert Williams is the biggest piece of that trade leaving Boston, and he is a game changer. There's no doubt when Robert he is that kind of a super freak. We talked about defensively. I mean, this dude, you know, protects the rim, rebounds. Catches lobs, all that. Um, it's just he was sort of on the unde- not dependable side of things. So you know, when he was on, he he was he's a heck of a player. Mm-hmm. But it, it was just it, it wasn't as consistent, you know, as you thought he would be at this point in his career. So I like it. I like it. And you know, Drew Hyde, I got a lot. Of, I love. I love how he plays. How he approaches things. He's an he's an NBA champion, an All Star. I mean, I don't know how you can't not love it. Drew Holiday and Derek White backcourt gives you maybe the best defensive backcourt in the NBA. Oh, and the best I hairline. Love, I love Derek White. Yeah. I love that. I, I, mean, I really like Derek Ross. Yeah, good. He's bald now. Um, but yeah, I you, like Derek the Ross. only question with the Celtics now is just depth. You don't have a whole lot of it. But your starting lineup is maybe the best in the NBA. So yeah, yeah. And um, you know it's funny. You know, we you almost when you're talking about depth, it's like maybe Jordan Walsh that, gets that, some minutes this year. That was my next thing. Is that is this good for Jordan Walsh? Yeah, maybe yeah, he I'll, maybe I think he'll get some minutes. Yeah, and 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 when I think of depth, I think of obviously you know if the second game on a back to back on the road in Minnesota, stuff like that. Yeah. So I mean, you're gonna. You take that as an L anyway, so you can put anybody in because you're going to lose that game. I mean, how would when, that... it, when it comes to the playoffs, you need eight guys, right? And that's you know, obviously they got this solid five, and uh, everybody feels good about it. So it also allows you some versatility to play. You can play two bigs. You could do the Przingis Horford lineup, or if you want to go small, and that's you could yeah, that's the other Horford thing off the bench. Poor Zing. I'm like I'm. You just never know with that guy, Persingas. I'm excited to see him, but but yeah, yeah, it's been a problem. So that's good. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited now because obviously the the box upgraded with Lillard, and the East is going to be fun. West will be fun, and I'm I'm hoping I don't have to hear about the Miami Heat all the time now. I'd be shocked if it's not the Celtics or the Bucks coming out of the East. Yeah, you would you would think so. So yeah, it's good. It's fun. Here we go. It, listen, just like, you know, Hogs fans, it's like turning the page on the Patriots. I don't think people should, you know, don't want anybody to turn the page on the Hogs football, for sure, but it's almost a similar conversation if you're up in New England. Mm. Unfortunately. 
Mac Jones. How about how about that? Would have been a great. You ready for some zappy time, Pat? Zappy. Oh yeah, we, everybody had zappy fever last year. I like him. Yeah, he yeah, he played he played well. Get his moments. Pat, our yeah, question of the day today: Which quarterback, if you had to get one, if you had to start with one, Zach Wilson or Daniel Jones? Poor New York. Pray for New York, Pat. I would have said Daniel Jones, but me too. I mean, bigger sample week size. By week. Yeah, it's I get a week sample by size. Week. Yeah. Right? Yep. I mean, uh, there's only, what, maybe one quarterback now outside of Aaron Rodgers with Mahomes? And he only threw three picks. They probably should have lost that game. Yeah, well, if he Never was know. not, if he was playing somebody else, he might have. But, well, he wasn't. So, right. he got away exactly. with it. He picked yeah. a good day to have a bad day, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. All right, PB, thank your sponsor, and we'll catch you uh, next week. River City Flooring, appreciate them. They check out their huge showroom in Maumau. Big, big, big. They got everything according to flooring that you will need. And I'm an old tile man. And by the way, just one thing. Yep. How do how do people get these numbers of teenage girls watching in the NFL? That's what somebody like, asked on Asher Record Life Fan It feedback. makes no sense at all, these numbers. I don't like, think there's any accurate way to do it. There's none. <laughs> How do they know if teenage girls are watching? Because they TikToked it? They see if they're alive. Are you alive? Yes. Are you a teenage girl? Yes. Then you're definitely watching whatever Taylor Swift's doing. That's <laughs> yeah, how that works. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Do you like music? Yes. Well, then maybe you're not. But okay, right. if, you're, if you don't care about music one way or the other, or you have no taste, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I like Taylor Swift music. It's the same way they know when I was having problems with my flight Wednesday, and all of a sudden I got an email from a different competing airline no. saying they had a great deal on flights. That's hilarious. Is that right? Yeah. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. That's because your phone's listening to you. Uh, exactly. How are they watching these games? Yeah. On their phone. Hmm. You know what? You See, know I, what, people? That's where, you, that's where you need to get a porn site uh, alert. Because it's like, is that going to fix your flight? No, but it's going to make me care less about it. Right. You know what? For some people. Always, not me. Everyone always complains about, oh, your phone's listening to you. Well, you know what? It's about time someone's listening to me, okay, pal? <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of being ignored. What'd you say? Thank you for listening to all my stuff, Siri, or whoever's behind there. The Illuminati. Thank you. Yeah. Siri's an idiot. Alexa's pretty bright. Siri's no, an Alexa, she Yeah, Alexa's on yeah. the ball. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if, if we did like a, a pop quiz, like a contest, like, mm-hmm. a, like a, a quiz bowl, and Alexa and Siri went head-to-head, Alexa would embarrass Siri so bad, oh, yeah. she might never speak again. Well, I read the other day, AI will soon replace Siri. Siri's gone. Yeah, she sucks. Siri's gone? Why don't they just... Name the AI Siri and just keep Siri. Thank Good. you. Apple would have to buy it. They could spell Siri with an AI at the end of it. Just change, change the way you spell it. Can you change the name of Siri? Like, can you say, Hey, Billy? Bob. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Billy. Could, <laughs> nope, doesn't work. Yeah. I bet you could. And he goes, I get it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, PB, we'll talk to you next right, week. Ciao. 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 important is price when buying tires. Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Ladies and gentlemen, the rumors are true. Your favorite sports bar is coming to North Little Rock. Brewskies is proud to announce a second location is coming to the Lakewood Shopping Center. And it won't be too long where you can get the same great pub grub, happy hour specials, and late night fun when it comes to North Little Rock. Voted the number one sports bar in Little Rock for the last four years to catch all the games all year long. Get ready, North Little Rock. Brewskies North is coming soon. Brewskies, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. At Taco Bell, we like to keep mornings simple because before 11 a.m., you're not down for whatever. No. You're not interested in trying new things. No. You want a breakfast that's toned down and delicious, like the breakfast crunch wrap with fluffy eggs, sausage, melty cheese, and a crispy hash brown and a grilled tortilla. I want to eat that. See? You may not be a morning person, but it's morning, and you're a person. Taco Bell breakfast, served until 11 a.m. At participating Taco Bell stores during breakfast hours only, while supplies last. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be a sign that your digestive system isn't working at its best? Taking Metamucil every day can help. 
Metamucil fiber powders help promote your daily digestive health using a plant-based fiber called psyllium. The gelling action of this special fiber traps and removes waste so you can feel lighter and more energetic. Metamucil, promoting digestive health for a better you. Learn more at metamucil.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand new Ford Edge for just $29,997 and take a whopping $8,000 off brand new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. Visit Mark McClarty Ford today off Highway 67 and at markmcclartyford.com. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eckrey and Wes Moore. We are just about out of time for this hour. Uh, Eli Craner, normally in this spot, we're going to slide him to the 12 o'clock hour. Some Asher Record Live fan feedback. Uh, Perry says, how can they prove the 2 million more viewers were female? I'm just curious. Yeah, we're all curious about how they do that. We're not very confident, honestly. Um, let's see. Mickey says, what's up with a strength coach's wife getting into it with some pretty influential Twitter people? Not a good look. I know nothing. I don't either. I saw some of this on Twitter, but I didn't go look into it. Um, Fred says, Justin and Wes, and Christian, we're curious about your opinion, too. Thoughts on the whole Trevor Bauer deal? Ladies, this is why a lot of middle-aged men are not getting married, if you're wondering. The clout world is strong. Yes, he went on a uh, public explanation tour on social media yesterday. His entire life and career were hanging in the balance, and apparently she sued him for sexual impropriety. He countersued her, and then they basically dropped everything and decided, okay, handshake deal. Somehow she got a $300,000 insurance payment. I don't know how that works, but apparently that was enough to satisfy her. She obviously was out for money. Obviously. Very disappointing. God, it was terrible. It made me sick listening to it. I hate it for Bauer. Two years of his life as a pitcher, as a very good pitcher, were put on hold. Uh, Danny says, I agree with Sandra. This team hasn't responded to KJ's leadership for whatever reason. I just can't put it on him. Uh, regarding us not running a sneak, says Lee. I wonder if KG has a bit of a shoulder or other injury. I don't know about that. Adding the price of ribeyes per pound, the potatoes, salad, drinks, then the charcoal. What are you doing, Hope? And what's with the calculator? Oh, hey, Courtney. Trying to add up the cost of throwing a cookout. Why would you go through all of that when you could just go to the butcher shop instead? Wait, what? Now, that's a great idea because by the time I buy everything at the store, I could have just gone to the butcher shop instead and saved money. No.